episode 85 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Happy New Year. We are blasting into 2019, 2018, a busy year, lots of local breaking business news, and 2019 looks to be filled with lots of changes and advancements for Wichita. We'll talk about that today with our associate editor and our reporters. A look into 2019. First, some notes about the weekly edition. Big story this week, Daniel McCoy's labor pains. It's great to have demand for Wichita's products, not his labor pains, obviously, but that's the headline on the story that he wrote. I'll make that clear. It's great to have demand for Wichita's products, but we need to find people to fill the jobs who can make our products. That's a big issue for 2019. We'll talk to reporter Daniel McCoy about that in a minute. Page eight. Our top 25 list this week, Wichita area hotels and motels ranked by number of rooms. Doubletree by Hilton Wichita Airport up at the top 302 rooms. That list on page six. This week we spend 10 minutes with Bob Lane of Lane Enterprises. His company franchises Wichita area McDonald's stores. You'll see how Elvis Presley shaped his life. Page 15. We've got leads. Turn to page 12 and you'll see a $5.4 million building permit for work at Eisenhower Airport. New corporations including Firehouse Sports Bar and Midwest Engineering Solution. New lawsuits, real estate transactions, and a few businesses that face state tax warrants. Back to talk about what to expect in 2019 in a moment. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Joining me to talk about the coming year in business news and Wichita's future, Associate Editor Kirk Seminoff and reporters Brian Horwath and Daniel McCoy. We'll start with you, Daniel. Your cover story this week illustrates an issue that hit us hard in 2018. The challenge is growing. Talk about your story this week and the issues we face with those labor pains. Yeah, labor uh, has already shaped up to be... uh, if not the big issue of 2019, certainly one of the biggest. And and as you said, it's a continuation of, of 2018, uh, just driven by uh, growth primarily in the commercial aerospace market and, and primarily on that end by Spirit Aerosystems. Um, uh, major hiring blitz uh, last year, that's only going to continue. They announced in uh, December that they were going to hire another 1,400 people. So they're trying to keep up with increased production for their customers, specifically Boeing. And as they do that, uh, the city, at a time, unemployment's really low. Uh, population growth is is uh, stagnant at best. So it's proven a challenge to find uh, the workers needed uh, for companies like Spirit, and then that trickles down into to every other company, not just in aerospace, but all across the city. There's kind of the general uh, ratio rule of three to uh, uh, one to three. Actually, every aerospace job creates three more in the community. So you look at 1,400 jobs, you multiply that out. Um, so it's become a, a real question that that local leaders are 
have already been wrestling with, but are, are going to continue to wrestle with in 2019, where do we find the people for these jobs? So far, has Spirit had trouble finding people? Because we're hearing that they're coming up from the, from the uh, subcontractors. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of uh, training at WSU Tech, right. getting, getting folks ready. Um, they've been, Spirit has also been recruiting out of the area um, uh, CEO Tom Gentile told me uh, at that jobs announcement that that you know they'll they'll keep track of of plant closures around the country uh, and not even just in aerospace like if an automotive plant or or anything kind of mechanical uh, related uh, shuts down they they'll go in and and find people with applicable skills and they offer relocation packages so Spirit's been able to keep up uh, for the most part. Um, a year ago in December, they announced they were going to hire a thousand people right. over two years, and they met that in less than a year, uh, having already hired more than that uh, just in 2018 alone. Um, but it, they've struggled to to some extent. Uh, it, it's more, I think, at least from the folks I've talked to, as you said, a lot of those workers that have gone to Spirit have come out of the subcontractor. Uh, level elsewhere in the city. And I talked to a lot of business owners that said, you know, we lost some of our, our best people, just spirit has better opportunities. And, and so that's kind of naturally going to happen. So it, it's meeting both that kind of top end demand and then backfilling where that's come from in the workforce already. And it just kind of, uh, you know, was, was, uh, accentuated even more by this announcement that that they need 1400 more people than you have textron aviation um, they have a lot of new products coming this year um, there could be some workforce growth there um, and, and again it's just those jobs trickle out into the community and create more jobs and that's great that's a great thing and this you know everybody says this is this is the problem you want to have as right. opposed to what we experienced in 2008 2009 but um how the the city and region really it's a regional issue how they respond in 2019 will will go a long ways in in what opportunities i think there are for growth in the future as well you mentioned textron aviation obviously that's on the general aviation side of things business jets and uh, those who fly uh, for pleasure what's that uh, forecast look like into 2019 2019 looks to be a, a better year than 2018. You're not going to see, uh, I don't think anyone anticipates a huge spike uh, in, in delivery increases. Um, most of the forecasts I've been tracking show uh, closer into 2020 and into 20, kind of the, the first few years of the next decade, uh, an expected increase uh, more noticeable than what we've seen. It's, it's held on pretty well the last few years, but kind of lower than folks would have expected given what some of the market indicators out there have been. So um, kind of the general consensus is that a lot of the new products coming out, and that includes things from Textron like the new uh, Citation Longitude and uh, some new Bombardier products, uh, including a couple of large cabin jets that are going to mean some cabin new uh, cabin completion work here in Wichita. So that's another added workforce component, smaller, but, but added nonetheless. As those products kind of come on and, and incite some new uh, demand and some new buyers, it's, it's expected to pick up in the years to come. So you have this scenario where when it hits and they need workers, where are they going to get them if everyone's at spirit? Right, <laughs> right. 
And those I think we've got to grow the population. We've got to bring people yeah. in from the region and, and even from outside the region as well. Yeah. And uh, I don't think anyone's more acutely aware of that than WSU and WSU Tech. Um, they've expanded their uh, kind of recruiting corridor uh, all along I-35 and even east-west uh, now across I-70 and offering in-state tuition uh, to a lot of folks out of state. Um, and so just doing everything they can to try and bring people here, uh, things like the Wichita Promise Move program right. at WSU Tech had uh, a great amount of success uh, its first time around. So the uh, everybody seems to recognize the problem. It's, you know, how do you move move things on kind of a macro scale to, to, to meet this need in 2019 and beyond? Right. Daniel, you also watch what's going on in the Kansas oil patch, the activity there, the price of a barrel of oil. A lot of that has to do with national and international policy. But uh, what can you tell us about what you're seeing in the oil patch and what might happen next year? Well, uh, I should say this, this year, year, 2019. Yeah, here we are already. Yeah, um, yeah. what was nice for, for uh, all of us at the pump late in the year, those low prices, um, that wasn't so great necessarily for the industry, the, the folks that, you know, make a living off, off exploration and drilling. Um, I most recently check uh, with the uh, intense to drill uh, filings. Those were down a lot in December compared to where they were um, earlier in the year. Um, some of that can be seasonal, but also, I mean, there's a, a, a direct correlation to the price. Oil uh, went down so much, and, and it, it, you know, it, it's not as lucrative a proposition for them to, to drill when the, when the price is down. And so um, they are, as you said, very much tied to some of these national and international forces and so as we watch the price of oil what it does early in the year that'll that'll give us some indication of of what to expect there but right now things are are uh depressed a little bit after they had picked up some uh in 2018 compared to to uh several down years in a row uh prior to that so 50 bucks a barrel 60 bucks a barrel around there is when it becomes profitable for them yeah there's kind of a sweet spot for them uh in that general area so they'll be looking for that it's it some of it's also a, a degree of certainty when a price kind of when price kind of stays at a level they can they can plan around that but uh it's you know it, the market in general, not just oil, there's, there's been a lot of volatility and, and uncertainty has been something I've heard from people in multiple industries, right. including in business jets and things like that. Um, uh, you know, market uncertainty plays in a lot of decisions to buy or to capital expenditures, anything like that. Right. Brian Horwath's turn here at the microphone. Uh, we've seen a lot of downtown development, Brian. Uh, you've been watching it uh, throughout the last year. What else do you think we'll see in 2019? Well, we're going to see a lot of development. We're going to see a lot of things go up, whether you're talking about the Spaghetti Works development, which you're already seeing that's gone vertical now. There's there's steel up. Um, Union Station, uh, there's a lot of work continuing to go on there. Um, obviously, the, the new Cargill building at the the site of the old Wichita Eagle building, which we toured uh, not long ago, late last year. And, you know, it's it's quite a facility. It's uh, It has all the bells and whistles, everything that you'd want to attract, uh, uh, you know, younger people to, 
to come and work for your company, which is what Cargill wants. And if you haven't seen that slideshow, it's available at wichitabusinessjournal.com. You can uh, do a search for Cargill, and that slideshow will come up, and you'll be able to see that uh, that building. Pretty impressive. It is. It really is. Yeah, take a look at that if you haven't seen that gallery yet. And, uh, you know, the folks at Cargill are already talking about possibly even expanding. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the next next couple of years there you know of course we've talked a lot about the new baseball ballpark that's going up on the the site of the now former Lawrence Dumont Stadium mm-hmm. it's uh it's been raised there's, there's nothing there right now but uh soon there will be um so you know that's going to be exciting uh, uh of course Delano is going to look a lot different uh you know we're, we're kind of waiting for the um the Delano master plan to to come back before the city council sounds like that's going to be sometime this spring now, um, so we're we're going to want to follow that and see if uh, see what changes are made to that master plan. But certainly, you know, downtown is going to look different. You know, we haven't even talked about Century Two yet, and and uh, what's going to happen with the Performing Arts Center and and uh, uh, a possible new convention center space. We'll see. That's something that we're we're tracking and and uh we're following that closely so look for a look for a possible story in the wichita business journal soon and and on our website on that so i mean downtown is going to look a lot different and i think um you know like daniel was saying earlier uh the big question is um you know we we need people to to work here we need people living here you know we need to to grow the the population base and that's what everyone wants and you know how how do you do that you don't just wave a magic wand but uh yeah i think it's important to point out that not only is the aircraft industry looking for people most other industries are as well construction and of course demand is going to go up with construction because there's a lot of work to be done in downtown wichita and along the river Uh, lots of industries are looking for people they're having those labor pains just like aviation yeah, there's no question about it. And, uh, you know, talking about downtown specifically, uh, uh, I was just talking to one of uh, one of the developers downtown recently here. And, uh, you know, you can get some deals right now if you're looking to live downtown. If you want to, uh, you know, if you live in another area of Wichita, or you're from out of town. Uh, there's some deals to be had at some of these new places, the Colorado Derby Lofts or Renew Wichita, which used to be called the Douglas uh, they had a branding change there, but uh, you know, if you go online or go on the Facebook pages of, of those places, uh, uh, River Vista, I mean, there's there's opportunities there. There's some deals there. So, you know, I think that's that's kind of the question that people have had for a while now. You know, what uh, uh, are we going to overbuild with these downtown apartments? And, you know, that that remains to be seen. Uh, certainly there have been there's been studies shown that. Uh, uh, say that that we're not but uh, you know I think that's another piece of the downtown puzzle I mean we're gonna you know find out uh, if there really is demand for for places like that and and of course again like Daniel was saying I mean the the ultimate remedy is is uh, hopefully you know more people are moving to Wichita to work at different places whether it's Cargill or Spirit Aerosystems so um, you know downtown is changing a lot Look outside downtown now, some of the other areas that have been developing in Wichita, whether it's northwest, sort of in that maze road, maze corridor, uh, 29th and Greenwich, that area, 
what else can we look for outside of downtown? Yeah, there's a there's a lot happening. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about, of course, the the Cadillac Lake development, and you know, out east the the Plazio development, and and uh, uh, the new pickleball uh, right. business out there, which apparently that that's uh, very popular with younger people now. And I guess over Christmas, I found out my aunt has picked up pickleball, <laughs> and uh, it's basically replaced golf for her. So she's right. a pickleball player. Great. So apparently, you know, people are really into that. So, um, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a couple areas that are pretty hot. You know, we we haven't even talked yet about, uh, you know, the, the town east mall and Sears going away. Right. You know, so, um, you know, that, Sears, not the town east mall. Sears not, is going away. The mall, right? the mall is still there. It's right. going to be there. Uh, but uh, the Sears store is going to close. So, um, you know, and that's that's kind of the. Uh, the trend that we've been seeing a little bit, I think people talk about the the retail apocalypse and, you know, some of that I think is overblown, but um, certainly you talk to developers and, and uh, you know, more and more people are, consumers are wanting experiences and not necessarily just the traditional, uh, you know, department store, but, right. uh, you know, they, they want kind of an experience like a pickleball restaurant right you know that sort of thing so you know the online sales also have a big impact that's right obviously big retailers yep, yep. all right brian we'll be watching as you report on lots of things during 2019 kirk Semenoff, our associate editor you've got your crystal ball right there in front of you you have your hands around it and uh what uh, pictures are coming clear for you in 2019 i i think we should look at what happens politically in Kansas right. in, in 2019, you know, business doesn't, you know, takes its cues from what's happening politically. We've, we've heard at round tables last fall about how businesses see what is happening in the state and how that benefits them or doesn't benefit them. Right. And including elections. And with Laura Kelly, I think you see someone who wants to, bring quick remedies to a lot of things that are important to Kansans. Maybe right. not important to business, but things like DCF, Department of Children and Family, and Aging, uh, Department of Aging, uh, education, obviously, which can mean new construction for business. Right. Um, they've got to they've got to patch up their fix that the legislature came up with last year, with around $90 million, they think. Now, will that get done, or will the hard-right Republicans want to throw that away and start over again. Right. I think that there could be a lot of things that start in the legislature this month that could really, you know, take this state one way or the other. Laura Kelly really wants to get some of those things fixed right away, but will she be will she be able to? Does she has the does she have the votes in the legislature from from Democrats and moderate Republicans? Uh, locally, I th this is a year when we will either when we'll have an election for a mayor. We'll either reelect Jeff Longwell, or I'm fascinated to see who wants to run against Jeff Longwell. Right. right. Um, a couple of names have come up. I don't think it's fair to name any names right now. We're still you know 11 months from an election, but um, what kind of track record track record is he going to have come November? Right. There's been a lot of development. Yeah. Uh, he can he can point to a baseball stadium. Maybe point to Century Two redevelopment. Right. Um, a lot of building downtown. You can make the argument that maybe not all of it is necessary. There's a lot of ways to go there. Um, but I think he's got a pretty legitimate resume for re-election, and it'll be interesting to see who wants to try to challenge him. Right. Uh, the county commission is going to look different this year as well. Uh, uh, city council. 
City of Council will, uh, uh, Meitzner's seat, you know, it's going to be filled temporarily for, for 11 months until an election. Right. And then uh, Bluebaugh and Fry will also come up for re-election. Uh, but yes, the county commission with Lacey Cruz, um, Pete Meitzner will jump from the city to the county. It'll have a much different look. Right. Uh, will it be toned down at all after all the fireworks <laughs> of the past few years with Richard Ranzau and others? Right. We'll have to see. I don't think Lacey Cruz is going to be a quiet commissioner whatsoever. Right. Uh, so we'll just have to see. Yeah. Lots of things to watch for in 2019. We will be reporting on all of it. We will be uh, inviting guests in to talk uh, with us on the podcast about these issues that are going on that will affect uh, you and your business in 2019. Guys, thanks for uh, spending some time and uh, taking a look at 2019 with us, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how all this goes. Thanks very much. Associate Editor Kirk Seminoff and reporters Daniel McCoy and Brian Horwath, thanks. More in a moment. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 85. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Check out the new look for the uh, website as well. We have a new look for our website at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening to the podcast and for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.